Welcome to episode number 43. In this episode, Lynn and I will be discussing an abundance mindset versus a lack or scarcity mindset and how it's important when manifesting to operate from an abundance mindset. So the vibration we're in is so important when we're trying to manifest our ideal reality. And this is because we are natural creators in this universe. So this means we're always manifesting from a particular set point which is essentially the present moment. We are always shifting into different timelines with every thought we have and every action we take. So when we operate from a lower vibration, like fear, guilt, or shame, we are manifesting from this heavy, dense energy, which tends to either one, keep us feeling stagnant, or two, bring more of what we don't want in our lives. So in order to start shifting to a more ideal timeline where we are embodying our higher self, where we are living a life that feels fulfilling, expansive, abundant, and joyful, it is key to tap into our natural high vibration. So how do we do this? We bring awareness to where we are in our first or in our lives first. And are we operating from abundance or scarcity? Kind of a way to see like in terms of statements like a scarcity lack mindset state or an abundance mindset state. So in terms of scarcity, one statement would be like we feel powerless. But when it comes to abundance mindset or state, it would be the flip side of that and it would be we would feel empowered. So yeah. Yeah, and then going with that, scarcity would be a statement like, it is what it is, or I have no choice in abundance mindset. Um, a flip side of that, like Lynn was saying, would be, I always have a choice. So when we're in scarcity, we focus on competition or comparison. When we're in abundance, we focus on collaborating in partnerships instead of that. Mm-hmm. And so with the scarcity mindset as well, we hoard information out of fear, like, fear that if we shared knowledge, we would kind of be like, I don't know, phased out. And then with an abundance mindset, we share freely to provide value to others. And just, you know, with that mindset of sharing is caring. And scarcity mindset, we want to kind of fit in. So we wear a mask and reject our true selves. While with an abundance mindset, we speak our truth and live in authenticity. Yes. And so with scarcity, we hold grudges and are self-critical. With abundance mindset, we learn to forgive ourselves and others. And with scarcity, we play victim. Um, We have the statement, woe is me. And in abundance mindset, it would be us being our own hero and claiming our inner power. Hmm. And with scarcity, we feel we know it all and reject new information. And with an abundance mindset, we're open and we have a curious mind, you know, trying to learn new things and explore things that are new to us. With scarcity, we blindly follow external forces without thinking for ourselves, while with abundance, we listen to our inner voice and use dis- use our discretion when learning new information. Yes, and lastly, with a scarcity mindset, we can view challenges as setbacks 
Whereas in, if we're in an abundance mindset, we look at challenges as opportunities for growth and expansion instead. And a side note to this is when we embrace challenges from this abundance mindset, this helps us to kind of level up in life. But taking all of this into account, where do you feel like you're manifesting from? Is it a place of abundance or a place of lack? Because awareness of this is the first step in manifesting your ideal reality. And the second step is letting go. So what do we mean by letting go? When we have an energy of desperation around manifesting our desires, so like needing something to happen versus being neutral, this can potentially block our desires from coming into fruition. Neutrality in this example looks like this. It's like, uh, I'm okay either way. I am still whole and complete whether or not X, Y, Z happens. Half of the manifesting process is letting go of our desires. So how can we truly let go? We make a conscious choice to let go. It doesn't need to be like super complicated, anything. It's not like revolutionary. Um, it's just super simple. We just are super conscious and we put that intention that we are letting go of our need or desire. And if we do feel it's difficult for us to let go or choose to let go, we can allow those thoughts to come in and observe them as we do in meditation. So if you don't meditate, that is a great place to start as it will allow you to release resistance and blocks around the letting go process. So it is as simple as sitting and observing your thoughts without attachment. Um, Non-attachment is neutrality and neutrality is an ideal place to manifest from as is joy, love, and gratitude. So we can refer to meditation. I'm referring to meditation as simple here just because with meditation, there is zero judgment or rules beyond the goal, quote, <laughs> being to observe your thoughts. So it can be as simple or as complicated as you make it. When you sit to meditate, thoughts will come up and you can allow them and you can visualize like shrugging your shoulders. So if you approach it with this kind of lightness and understand that it is a practice and practices it just means that it will be more effective with time. Um, you will be on your way to one, operating from a state of abundance, and number two, letting go of attachment in no time. Yes. Now, super like, I think with the whole um, letting go of desires, it's a very like, what's the, how does that same go? It's like a simple concept, but it's not easy to do. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's one of those things, it's almost like so simple, it's hard for us to implement because we always want to overcomplicate things and bring in these massive amounts of logic because we feel like logic gets things done and logic moves the needle forward. But in this case, when manifesting, it's we actually need to tap into our intuition, which is very, it's pretty disconnected from logic. It's more feeling and emotions and inexplicable things, I guess you would say. It's just more so like a flowy right side of the brain creative process rather than um, us overcomplicating it and bringing so much logic into it. Yeah, for sure. Like, it's definitely like one of those things is when you think of it, it's, it's so easy. Like, am I missing a step? It can't be this easy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, and like when we were going through the scarcity versus abundance mindset, when I think was it you that brought up the point where it was it was the hoarding information out of fear point 
And it just made me think of people that I've encountered at work who would purposely like not give you all the details just so they felt like, I don't know, they still held, held some kind of power in like the chain of the project to make themselves seem like they're useful. What's that a word that I'm looking for? Like, yeah, it's like putting, a, I want to say pedestal, but for some reason, but that's not the word I think of it. They're like an integral component because they yeah. hold this information, they won't share it because if they don't have the information, that's people will, won't be able to see what their purpose is in that project, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, like I, it just made me think of people like that. It's like, that's definitely a scarcity kind of mindset because it's, they offer so much more than just this one piece of information, but they don't see it. Um, yeah. It's almost like a um, superiority complex. They want to have that upper hand. Yeah. Yeah. When we were going through that list, that's like the first like image that popped into my head when we were at that point. Yeah. And I, and I know it like, this is one of those things that we're going to like fluctuate <laughs> between the, um, the lack mindset and the abundance mindset throughout our lives, honestly, throughout the day, just because it is one of those things. A lot of people are kind of trying to deprogram. So it's, I think just continuously bringing awareness to where you're operating from and checking in with yourself throughout the day. So you can bring awareness to things so they can, so you can begin to change them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, for sure. It's like one of those things where you're not going to be in an abundance mindset a hundred percent of the time. Definitely don't beat yourself up over it. If you catch yourself in a scarcity mindset, because before anything, you're definitely human. <laughs> we, we always, we all go through a scarcity mindset at some point in our day. Exactly. I think even if you were to beat yourself up about you being in a scarcity mindset, it would defeat the purpose entirely. (laughs) It's like you would just stay in that scarcity mindset and like kind of a little echo chamber thought loop of a lack mindset because holding compassion for yourself is an abundance mindset. So when you do find yourself in like a powerless mode or if you feel you're playing victim or if you feel you're focusing on competition or comparison, like those are all scarcity mindsets. Don't beat yourself up, just have compassion and the awareness and acknowledge it because from that point of acknowledgement and acceptance, you can begin to change and move forward. Yeah, a hundred percent. When you find yourself in a scarcity mindset, is there something that you usually do to like get you out of it? I, a lot of the times if I feel in a scarcity mindset, when I feel like kind of disconnected from my higher self or my intuition or the universe, like whatever you want to label it at that point, I either say affirmations or I meditate And affirmations as far as like, I kind of like talk to myself into my memos on my phone. So I'll say whatever comes to mind, kind of just like not really um, bring logic into it just from my intuition, trying to just tap back into that intuitive side because I feel like a lot of the time when we're in like a go 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 mode it's sometimes harder for us to reconnect with our intuition for me just because I don't particularly like being in a go go mode I feel like I get disconnected from my intuition easier than the average person because I don't like being in that go go mode so <laughs> I, I guess it's just like I can't function in that in that mode so I feel like there's a lot of people that can switch like on and off really quickly and for me I can't do that I have to like disconnect from that 
masculine energy I guess I in my mind it, it feels like more masculine and then I have to go into the feminine especially when I'm writing I have to like tap back into that creative energy to help myself get into abundance whereas some people could tap back into their masculine energy to in order to feel in that abundance mindset it just I feel like it just differs for everyone so knowing yourself and where you best function you could benefit from that yeah, no, for sure. I think with me, I find when I'm in a scarcity mindset, I have to like, if I first I have to like catch myself because sometimes I don't catch myself until much later. But when I do catch myself, it's like I have to give myself a pep talk in my head. I have to talk myself out of the situation and coerce myself because when I'm in a scarcity mindset, it's just I don't know, I think of the worst case scenario and I just start worrying and stressing about things. And like, sometimes this happens to me before I go to bed. I'll just think of something that went wrong in the day and then I'll just dwell on it for like hours. And like, I'll just be up, I don't know, negative and hard on myself. And so I have to like pep talk myself out of it. Like, everybody's like oh you need a morning ritual where you like you know you're productive in the morning and like you like build those success habits and like in my mornings I have my gratitude journal so I write like things my intentions for the day and the things I'm grateful for and that's basically it that's all I do in the mornings and like I have three hours before I need to log on for work so it's just like I don't know what I do in the mornings but time goes by so fast <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I try to make a plan of everything that I want to do and it's just like nothing I achieve nothing except writing in my gratitude journal oh my gosh same yeah I have like this energy list that I write in the morning or like the night before of all the things I want to get done for the day and I end up accomplishing like half of them in the morning and then the rest of the day I get nothing else done <laughs> it's like what happened <laughs> Right. I have um, this goal for 2021. Actually, I think we should have an episode of preparing for 2021 soon. um, Yeah, my goal for 2021 is to do hourly like time blocks um, and plan out my day hour by hour because I waste so much time that like I feel like time blocking would really help me. Mm -hmm. I think you lose about, you lose a lot of time when you task switch so often. So I think like time blocking, like you said, is the most efficient way as far as like, if you're needing to be in that energy of like creating and, um, and doing, I think time blocking is like the best way to do it. Would time blocking still have like help if like my issue isn't, task switching but it's more of like not doing any tasks <laughs> like oh my gosh hey, you're asking the wrong girl <laughs> does, does time blocking help with that because like I feel like I sit there just thinking about all the things that I need to do and by the time like I'm ready to do it like I have no time left it's <laughs> like 1000% me because I will visualize how I want the day to go and then how I'm like, I'm like smiling in my visualization and like flowing through the day. And then I look, I look at the time and it's like an hour passed by and I'm like, oh, shit. 
like, what did I do? Like, yeah. So I don't know, but that's what I'm going to, I'm trying to find like an hourly planner right now. Um, for like the last like couple of days, I've been trying to find one and I'm going to try time blocking. And if this doesn't work, then I don't know. I'm just going to live my life wondering where my time went. <laughs> we'll do an episode in the future on some time management or some 2021 and, and we'll and Lynn and I will do an experiment <laughs> so we'll see how it works for us but yeah and we hope you guys really like this episode on scarcity versus abundance and manifesting from this place of abundance and how it can really bring those manifestations to you a lot quicker and a lot more a more flowy way, I guess is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, so with that being said, we hope you guys enjoyed it and we will speak to you on the next episode. Thank you everybody. Bye-bye.